Innovating Cosmos is a growing global community of hands-on and would-be innovators, designed to share ideas and resources, to network, collaborate and to innovate, to make the world, through innovating, a far better place for all. Welcome to episode 15 of Innovating Cosmos podcast. I'm Peter Letts. To have a big goal in life is quite something. If it involves making the world a better place, well, that's a very big goal indeed. But that's the motivation driving Neville Christie and his co-founders at Innovating Cosmos. That's ambitious, you might say. But it's both realistic and achievable if you listen to Neville's thoughts about how it can all happen. And the whole concept involves you. Neville Christie may already be known to you as an entrepreneur, CEO mentor and innovator. He spent years building his own businesses and advising others on how to build theirs. But in the past four years, Neville has been developing his grand innovating cosmos plan. If successful, the implications will be enormous and global in nature, and it will draw together our great innovating minds to solve our biggest challenges. But let Neville explain more. First, asks Heather Dawson, why has Neville been so drawn to the world of innovation? Oh, I think it's been a lifetime thing with me, you know, starting very early. Uh, I've always tended to be a maverick. I've had ADHD and quite a large number of mavericks and entrepreneurs, at least 30%, including people like Richard Branson, have it. And, you know, so we have short attention spans and we're always looking for novelty and something new. So, yes, it's like it's been inbred with me, I think. It's in your DNA. Now you've put your heart and soul into a new, bigger than Ben-Hur concept, I yes. think I could call it. And yes. it's called Innovating Cosmos. It is called Innovating Cosmos. What what is it and why have you come up with this concept? Well, I guess I need to go back just to have an explanation and that is that eight years ago, my son, Anthony, who'd had a paranoid schizophrenia and and was a very ill person, uh, ended up taking his own life. And that really rocked me, of course. Uh, You don't ever expect that your children will go before you. And I did a reassessment of my life and where I'd been and what I wanted to do. And out of that came a notion that, strangely, I wanted 10,000 sons and daughters to replace Anthony. And I looked back and I found that probably I'd influenced 2,000 people. But what I wanted to do was to have this goal. And this goal was to directly influence 10,000 individuals to create and grow a business with soul collaboratively and to have the life and lifestyle they wanted. So out of that, a business partner uh, and myself, Tim Boss, we set up a venture bank uh, called New Enterprise Services. We investigated 120 different joint venture opportunities, new technology opportunities. Why 120? Well, it seems that the venture capitalists find that like, out of 120 ideas that look fantastic, uh, one is going to be the rocket. And it proved that with us. And in fact, Tim had already invented or thought of this uh, based on the Internet of Things. And we started growing it. So the last four years, we've been working to validate the notion that innovation can be collaborative. And we've developed Keys, which just recently was valued at 54 million and 40 million. So we've chosen 40 as the base. Just by the by, Neville, what what is Keys? Keys is actually a platform for the Internet of Things to share absolutely anything at all you can think of, piano, tools, construction equipment, and uh, we're concentrating in this first stage on car sharing, carpooling. 
And we've validated two other models, the Strategic Innovation Board model and a collaboration between innovators and existing businesses. So we've proved that these can happen, can produce innovations. So now we're ready to launch and have just launched Innovating Cosmos. And Innovating Cosmos is a global group of innovators who agree to come together collaboratively to, to share risk and to change the world and make it better. Oh, it sounds wonderful to make the world yes. a better place. Is that yeah. idealistic? Well, of course it's idealistic, but, you know, as we tend to say, look, you know, if you aim for the uh, top of a 24-storey building and you hit floor 12, that would be fantastic. But if you aim for floor 12 and hit the basement, that's not. So why not have a serious, big, fat, hairy, audacious goal? Yes. Well, back to Innovating Cosmos. Yes. Um, just launched, and despite yes. your... Um enthusiasm, um, <laughs> but you are limiting membership to just 100 people in the first 12 months. Why are you doing that? Uh, well, pragmatically, that first of all, the takeoff of Keys um, has taken a lot of our time and effort, but it, it has validated the collaborating model very strongly. But secondly, some health issues, my wife's had a heart attack, and we've designed a website that's really so comprehensive that everybody's saying it can't be done. So we've had to slow down our processes and and we've made a decision that for the first 12 months, we'll focus just on the 100 foundation members we've had, getting them to talk together, work together, collaborate together. When we validated that and proved that, you know, we can move it to 100 people, then, you know, we'd like to extend it to 1,000 and eventually to 10,000. But that might take 10 years. Okay. Do you have a picture in your mind of a, a typical member, founding member? Uh, yes, a typical member is somebody that is either a millennial or in their mid-career who truly now has reached the point. They've gone through the I, I, I stage, me, me, me stage. They've gone through the we, we, we stage. And now they're at the us, us, us stage. You know, they really want to take their talent and their, their resources and they want to make the world better. And we've chosen seven areas. So we're finding that the people that are being attracted to us are people who really do want to make the world better, who have talent. They've got experience, but they just don't want to work for the man and they don't particularly want to stay in a solo business. So, yeah, they're special people. Yeah. Well, you would like them to participate in a project or venture in one of seven opportunity yes. categories. What kind of categories are you talking about? Right. Well, the first, of course, is anything that they've chosen and uh, seems important because we're very decentralised. Like, you know, we're not a centralised or authoritarian or authoritative uh, community. Secondly, there's so many intractable world problems that we're facing. Like, you can keep naming them war, pestilence, terrorism, mass migrations of people, the declining living standards are quite a large percentage of the population, but there's so many. So we're taking a number of these and breaking them down and working on them, you know, one idea, one technology, one person, one country, one opportunity at a time. And by breaking the elephant down into smaller bite-sized chunks, you can actually get change. The third area is the service industries, which are massively undergoing uh, reconstruction. The fourth of the millennials, that at the moment, it would appear that the millennials will have a less wonderful future than we've had. So there's so much to work with with the millennials. And then the people at the other end are the people who are starting to retire. But probably the biggest area where innovation is required and is a market, if you like, is that fundamentally nearly every organisation you can name and every institution you can name is becoming less relevant. It's creaking. You know, it's organisations, businesses, 
governments, social welfare groups, they're not working. And so the biggest area for collaborative innovation is really organisations and institutions. So how do people get involved in innovating Cosmos level? Do they just contact you? Or yes, how well, do do we that? still only have a very basic website, um, but if people go to www.innovatingcosmos.com, there's a little bit about us and there's a little form at the bottom. Sign it, uh, we get an email and we get in contact and we go from there. And we're we're getting involved. I can just give us a little bit of a plug there by um, doing some podcasting. Yes. Of some of the really great stories that you're going to be able to bring. So we're looking forward to that as well. Yes. Well, as you know, we've created a, a innovating Cosmos podcasting channel. Yes. And uh, yes, BE is absolutely essential to that. Well, I hope it goes really well. Thank you. I'm sure it will. Yes. It just seems so big at the moment. It and is. it's keeping the whole thing under control, isn't it? Well, I don't think you'd, you want to keep it under control, like let it be uncontrollable. Uh, Margaret Mead, the great anthropologist who studied changes, massive changes that occurred in society, basically said something along the line that, uh, you know, is it feasible for a small group of committed individuals to change the world? And she said, yes, in fact, nothing else has. And you can go back to some of the great political revolutions, you know, like the Communist Revolution and the French Revolution. These were started with such a small group of people and grew and grew. Yes, there were devastating outcomes for some of these, and I'm not advocating that. But, yeah, a small group of committed people can change the world. Neville Christie. Stay tuned as we continue to bring the best and latest on all topics in the big, wide world of innovating. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter Letts. Innovating Cosmos is a global community of innovators and would-be innovators who innovate collaboratively to make the world better, richer, healthier and fairer for all.